0: Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to encourage you to check out our other Time of Grace podcasts, like the podcast Little Things with Amber L.B. Swenson. If you don't know Amber, she is smart, she's witty, she's insightful, she's honest, she's blunt, she's comforting, she's amazing. You're going to love her. So just search for Little Things wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And now on to today's episode. How would you define temptation? I recently asked some kids that question, and I got some interesting answers. One said, it's like reaching for another treat or another cookie, and you know that mom and dad don't want you to have it. Another one said, it's wanting to pretend that I don't hear my mom and dad telling me to do something. Think about that. Wanting to pretend that I don't hear my mom and dad telling me to do something. That's pretty astute. Another one said, it's walking towards something when I know that it's a bad thing. Would you agree with those definitions? The age range is about seven to 17. And sometimes kids can say the craziest things, but I think you might agree with those definitions. They can say some pretty wise things. How would you define temptation? It's kind of hard to nail down because there's so much going on with temptation. I mean, for starters, you look out in the world and there is a lot around us that attracts us to do the wrong thing or to want the wrong thing. It's like a pathway here and a pathway there. It's trying to allure us. And there's so many things out there that we know, although they're attractive, they're not good for us. You think of a man who he's a, he's a married man. He's a one woman man. But soon he starts to see other women and starts to think things that he shouldn't. That's an attraction in the world, a temptation in the world. Or somebody who wants power so they can manipulate something in their marriage or at work or with their kids or with their parents or with their circle of friends to get the right thing. That's an attraction, a temptation in the world. But it's not just the world or things in the world that attract us. There's a lot going on behind the scenes, too. I'll describe maybe a second area. Think of it this way. The older we get, the more we recognize that the world has evil in it. I never met somebody who was in their 80s, 90s or even over 100, and I did have, I have asked many of them, what do you think about the condition of the world? They always say it's getting worse. So imagine if we lived to be 200 years old. Do you and I think that if we live to be 200 years old, That at that point, we would grow to learn that the world is becoming a better place? No. The older we get, the more and more exposed we are to more and more evil. In other words, that, that evil is there. We just grow to learn, unfortunately, more and more about it. And if the older we get, the more and more we recognize evil, then how big is that evil? Yes, it's hard to talk about, but deep, Dark evil, in fact, the source of evil himself, the devil, lurks around leading us, trying to tempt us to do the wrong thing with the goal of ultimately trapping us and and getting us. And there's a third area too, that's not easy to talk about, but it's true. It's ourselves. There's a part about us that we have to admit that wants the wrong things at times. I can prove it to you with a simple test. Have you ever had regret? Yep, that's all of us. And, and what is regret except knowing that you pursued something and you shouldn't have. That it promised something good, but turned out to be quite bad. So between the world and deep, dark evil and ourselves, these forces serve as like an evil triumvirate working against us, providing pathways that seem attractive, but they're not. That, that is all comprising temptation. And that's not all. It attacks us in unique ways, too. You see, we're not just insular beings. We, we have a, a body, we have a mind, we, we have a soul. And so our body is attracted with things, whether it's sexual or physical temptations or addictions. Our mind is attracted to things that aren't helpful, like anger and resentment, a, a, a grudge or bitterness, etc., And our soul even is tempted in certain ways. Like when we have a deep longing that's hard to nail down physically or mentally. We are complex creatures and that's why we need a strength that comes from outside of us to help inform us spiritually, mentally, and even physically. Jesus gives us a good place to turn to. When he was praying in that garden of Gethsemane before he died, before he was captured. He was telling his disciples something about temptation and also about who we are. He said, watch and pray, for the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. God promises and provides a a spirit, a source of strength from none other than himself to encourage us and even inform us mentally and physically. According to our weakness, we're tempted in many ways, things that look attractive and aren't in our best interest. But God himself promises and provides a spirit that will help us in that time of need. Look no farther than the one who says those words. He doesn't just say, watch and pray. Don't fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the body is weak. So buck up. That's not what he's saying. Look no farther than the one who actually overcame temptation In that very moment. Praying for strength and then overcoming temptation all the way to the cross to pay for every time we never have overcome temptation. Look no farther than the Savior who promises to be with us in those dark moments. Those challenges, every time there is a pathway that leads to the wrong thing. Yeah, the spirit is willing but the body is weak. But thankfully, we have a Savior who helps us, whether we are being tempted by the world, any sort of evil, or even ourselves. He is our strength when we are weak.